0: this episode of And So It Flows. I'm your host, Nicole Crocky, Chief Editor of Plumbing and Mechanical and PM Engineer Magazines. Today's topic of discussion is water heater trends, and we're joined by Frank Windsor, President of Renei. Frank, thanks for being with us today.
1: Thank you, Nicole. Look forward to the day.
0: So before we get started, why don't you share with our listeners a little bit about yourself and about Renei?
1: Sure. Uh, a little bit about myself. I, uh, I actually joined the plumbing industry in 1990. As a, a local sales executive for Kohler Company in their plumbing business in Baltimore, Maryland, I spent uh, 24 years with Kohler Company, growing up in their sales organization. And the last eight years at Kohler, I was heading up their their sales organization <clears throat> for the plumbing business in the Americas. And in July of 2014, I uh, got contacted by Renai, and I started to uh, you know meet with them and learn more about the company. And the more I learned about the Renai Company, and the great product that it had and the people that it had and the customers that it had, the more excited I got about the opportunity. In July of 2014, I ended up uh, joining Renai America as the general manager of the business. And uh, we're now eight years along and it's just been an amazing experience and journey.
0: Yeah, you're no stranger to the plumbing industry then.
1: <laughs> no, I've, I've grown up actually, it's it's funny, my son, is uh, actually in the plumbing industry he started in the uh, leadership development program for one of the national distributors uh about three years ago so i've got my son involved in the business too which is really exciting to see him grow up in the in the business
0: absolutely i love hearing that so given you know your experience in the industry what is the top trend you're seeing in the tankless water heating market heading into this new year and what's driving that trend
1: yeah, I think there's a couple of things that we see. I think one of the biggest things that I've seen change in the market when it comes to tankless water heaters is the moving from a technology that uh, someone wasn't familiar with to a technology that now people are comfortable with. And a great example I, I could give you would be, you know we work with many of the top builders across the country. And when we were working eight years ago, started working with the builders, They knew about the technology, but we felt like we were always introducing something new to that that customer segment, the builder. Today, they're bought in with the tankless technology. And instead of talking about, hey, there's a subdivision, do you wanna try the product? Now, many of our customers are talking about how they can expand it in divisions, states, and move across the country. So the awareness of the technology from the builder side has been really strong. The other thing that we've seen is the contractor, the installer, the plumbing contractor, has become much more comfortable about the technology and much more comfortable about installing it. So as they're at the kitchen table talking to the consumer about tankless versus tank, uh, we've just seen a huge shift in their confidence and their ability to move the consumer to uh, tankless water heaters as a solution.
0: Okay, so, where do you see the most growth for 2023 for this segment? Is it in residential or commercial, and why?
1: Well, I think you're going to see a, a couple things. Uh, if you look at the forecast uh, for next year, um, we're facing some real uncertainty and headwinds. Uh, this year, we're seeing the tankless water heater category decline about a five to six percent versus prior year. Some of what's driving that is the Texas freeze that took place in 2021 that didn't repeat itself. So when we look at the market moving forward, uh, we see a market that's gonna be relatively flat, but with it, there's an opportunity to bring tankless technology, not only residentially, to continue to expand the footprint in a smaller new construction market, but also continuing to drive awareness with the trade on the technology to build market share in that area. And then finally, on the commercial side, Tankless is such a better technology for the end user, whether it's a restaurant, a hotel, uh, an office building, a healthcare center. So we see just unbelievable opportunities, though the commercial water heater market as a whole will be challenged. The adoption of uh, tankless, we think, will continue to grow because it provides such a better solution than what the tank provides.
0: Okay. Now, the last two years, you know, the industry has faced unprecedented supply chain issues and, you know, um, rising material cost challenges. Do you anticipate those will continue into the next year? And why or why not?
1: That's, a, that's a great question. We <laughs> I don't think anybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody um, really uh, understood or appreciated the challenges that the industry would have faced over the last couple of years, uh, whether it was, you know, supply material increases, uh, container capacity. I mean, it was just, uh, it was one thing after another, and then you put on top of that COVID, Mm -hmm. so you had the perfect storm. I do think that over the last, uh, you know, six months, we've seen a couple things we've seen uh the supply chain issues start to clean itself out we're definitely seeing the cost um and capacity uh for overseas to improve uh so those are all positives that are that are taking place um i don't know what the the future holds but we have seen over the last and i think the industry's seen over the last four or five months is an aggressive Destocking that's taking place in the supply chain through the wholesaler and through the contractor, where because of the concerns about supply, they were hoarding product because they wanted to have product that would take care of the customer. And now that the supply has improved, they're starting to destock. And I think that's softening the market. How long that destocking takes place, uh, we don't know. Uh, that will really fold into you know sort of what the environment is in 2023. But I do think that we see the uh, supply chain improving. One of the big steps that Renai America took uh, starting in 20, uh, 2018 when we started to do our own assembly of our non-condensing tankless water heaters in the US is uh, at the start of COVID we actually broke ground on a new manufacturing facility which was a $70 million investment uh, that now we've moved all of our non-condensing tankless water heaters to our facility in Griffin, Georgia. So having that local manufacturing takes out a substantial amount of challenges that we have facing, uh, facing the supply chain. And then the other thing is we made substantial investments in our manufacturing facilities in Japan to increase our global production which will help us for those products that are still manufactured in Japan. So we're gonna we're gonna see how it plays out. I think we're in a much better position as a whole. We still have the uncertainty with uh, COVID. We still have the uncertainty with uh, certain countries and relationships and some of the dynamics that are outside of our control. But I do think that 2023 will be a much better year when it comes to supply and availability to product. Okay.
0: okay. So kind of switching focus a little bit, we've been seeing more and more state and local governments creating these decarbonization goals. And a lot of people see domestic water heating as the low-hanging fruit to kind of go after those goals. So where do you see the future of tankless water heating um, amidst these increasing decarbonization goals and the natural gas bans?
1: Well, I I think there's a couple things that I would say. Number one, I would say the efficiency of a tankless water heater non-condensing ours, is at about 82 percent and our condensings at 95 percent so you know one of the things that we we believe in at Renai is you know friends don't let friends use tank water heaters but the when we replace a tank water heater that's at a mid-60s efficiency we're improving the the environment by making that change and we're also investing in a technology that will that's smaller and lasts longer than the tank so there's a lot of benefits that are taking place there just in our technology alone one of our you know our brand promise at Renai is creating a healthier way of living so that's what we're focused on and that's why tankless and our wall hung condensing boiler product and our commercial solutions provide such unique uh, opportunities for the marketplace there's certain parts of the country, however, like uh, California I can use as an example, where they are running as fast as they can to hit decarbonization targets. And unfortunately what they're doing is, is that they are making decisions without clearly understanding the far reaching ramifications of what California looks like with the banning of gas appliances. And I can just give one example that sort of uh, explains the challenge that that we're faced with. Uh, There was a day this year where the governor of California announced that uh, they were gonna ban gas furnaces and gas water heaters. That same afternoon, the governor's office in California came out and stated that you couldn't charge your electric cars because there was a shortage of electricity. So there's this this rush from, I believe, local governments and politicians to hit a target without thinking through how that's going to take place. And I do think there's a great opportunity for a balanced solution of gas. Natural gas and propane is by far the most efficient energy available outside of nuclear. And let me just give you an example. When Electricity is generated at the power plant. In most cases, they're using natural gas or they're using coal to generate that. From the time that energy leaves the plant through the grid to the house, that electricity loses about 60% of its power. So it shows up at the house of anywhere between 40 to 35%. A gas appliance is being fed glass right at the house and is automatically running its efficiency, whether it's 82 on non-condensing or 95 on condensing. So that's, I think, the big thing that's going on here. So I do believe that there's a balance that's gonna take place, but there are certain states like California and New York that are running as fast as they can. And I don't feel like they've uh, taken into consideration the ramifications. The final piece to this, I would say, is there are other energy solutions. And you know, just this year, Renai Corporation introduced the first hydrogen capable tankless water heater in the world. Hydrogen, when burned, is 100% efficient, no emissions at all. So we're excited of being on the forefront when it comes to hydrogen as a technology, and it will take time as the infrastructure needs to be built out to support that uh solution Uh, and that will take years but we're already at the forefront when it comes to having the right product
0: okay and you kind of led us right into the next question because the the whether or not the grid can handle you know the boost from electric uh you know furnaces and water heaters and everything is a completely different question to the equation so what do you think needs to be done to prepare for the increase in electricity on the grids?
1: Well, I think it's going to require and I, I'm not an expert in that space, but I do, um, you know, we have very strong partnerships with many of the gas companies around the country. And many of those gas country companies also supply electric along with a great relationship with the propane industry. And all I can share with them or with you is, is what they share with me, which is there is a need for a massive investment in the grid to be able to support the current vision of what a carbon neutral environment looks like. And somewhere there needs to be a balance of what steps we're gonna take and not try to accomplish it within a couple of years, but let's put together a balanced plan that gets us to where we wanna go. So we're working as a company to really support the industry and to find uh, common ground so that we can lay out a roadmap that makes sense for uh, for the industry and then also for the consumers in those states that are gonna be dramatically impacted as they start to pay the higher electrical costs because of the burden and the investment that needs to take place. So our company is all for a, a, a global solution when it comes to uh, you know a a, a carbon a free uh, environment. But Renai's position is it's going to take us uh, more than uh, five to ten years to get there. But we're committed to delivering our solutions to the market to support the overall uh, benefits to the uh, to the world.
0: Okay. So, in with your experience with Renai, I mean, do you think homeowners and building owners are even concerned about energy efficiency and sustainability um, when considering water heating equipment, and why or why not?
1: Yeah, I think consumers are. I, I, there's no doubt about it. I think consumers are are taking into consideration, um, you know, the the impact that that their homes and their appliances have on the environment. We definitely see it. I think the the piece that we're seeing that is uh, really interesting is they're also looking for. There's uh, they're also looking at the cost benefit of that investment, and then also what does it mean to me as a consumer, and what is the benefit? And that's why that's why tankless is such a great solution. That's why we believe that you know it's it's a it provides such a benefit to the market is the fact that tankless only makes hot water when you need hot water and if you've got gas and electric you're never going to run out of hot water so we truly believe that that our product and technology is the best solution out there and we're continuing to work with the uh consumers along with commercial builder owners along with contractors really to train and support their understanding of that technology and then the final thing thing just to drive home is and i mentioned it earlier is not underestimating the uh hydrogen solution that we've provided and as of today uh our reni tankless water heaters will work on a hydrogen blend of up to 30 percent and still perform at the efficiency rates so we're already preparing for the future there
0: okay well that about wrapped up all the questions that we had for you today was there anything else in general that you wanted to add
1: yeah i think uh one of the things i would uh, just say uh and and i would want people to know about renai america is the fact that um, we had a very difficult uh situation over the last two years like many companies did on being able to uh, supply our customers and when i joined renai uh, one of the things that i heard from our customers on day one was we had a great supply chain we were uh, easy to do business we had a great supply chain we were far from perfect and over the last two years we really uh, let down our customers when it came to being able to meet their needs uh, so that they could grow their business so first of all you know for those customers that were impacted I, I want to apologize but i also want you to know that we've made substantial investments in both capacity and in product and in facilities and in technology uh, so we are open for business, and we are we are here to support your needs. for for any of those customers that that went a different direction or, or became frustrated with us. Again, I'm I'm sorry that that's happened, but we are in a really good position right now. We're excited about 2023. We're excited about the future of Brunei America. Uh, we are really the growth vehicle of our corporation going forward, and we've made huge investments in in uh, U.S. manufacturing, and we would love to be able to continue to grow and invest in that manufacturing as our volume continues to grow. And finally, I just want to thank the market and and our customers for all your support and all you've done to help Renai America be the company that we are today.
0: Okay. Well, thanks again for taking the time to be with us today, Frank. We appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Nicole. Have a good day.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of And So It Flows. We hope you found our discussion with Frank Windsor interesting and helpful. For more episodes of In So It Flows, visit pmmag.com, pmengineer.com, or find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify.